I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Klubb vid en pool och spelar in fotboll damsamhälles näst sista avsnitt i Kenya. Näst sista avsnitt. Barclays Sport Club. Och vi tog en matatebuss hit efter att ha gått på marknad i Lera. Oh, herregud vad vi har varit med om. Ja. Vi har varit, gått bland sågverk, Lera, regn, folk som skriker och vill sälja saker. Och vi har också shoppat en del. Men sen så äntligen tog vi oss hit till sportklubben. Och här var det som en... Oas. Ja, det är som en oas. Men vi ska inte prata så mycket om det här, utan vi har tagit oss hit för att vi ska träffa olika perspektiv. Vi har varit i slummen och träffade Josef som var en av, av man säga, landsvaden i det slumområdet för fotboll. Coachernas coach. Mm. Sen har vi träffat två, olika tre tjejer som spelade fotboll i slummen. Nu vill vi ha ett ytterligare perspektiv så att vi får träffa förbundet, Kenianska förbundet. Både head coachen, assisterande coachen och lagkaptenen i laget. Mm. Och vi valde att intervjua den assisterande coachen som faktiskt vi tyckte kul att det var en kvinna som både hade spelat fotboll och som förhoppningsvis blir den framtida head coachen. Ja, det verkar som att hon är på gång. Den som är nuvarande coach vill ju verkligen att hon skulle bli coach. Mm. Men när vi satt allihopa så pratade han ganska mycket mer så det var skönt att få en liten pratstånd själv med henne. Mary heter hon. Mary. Och sen så, så henne får ni lyssna på först. I och därefter ganska snabbt så får ni lyssna på en väldigt häftig tjej tycker jag. Lagkaptenen som spelat i... Att de byter lag hela tiden. Hon har spelat sedan 2010 i landslaget. Ann. Precis, Ann heter hon. 25 år gammal och har spelat fotboll sedan hon var 12. Och älskar fotboll. Mm. Och höra både deras perspektiv. Alltså hur ser fotbollen ut i förbundsperspektiv? Men såklart, ni kommer märka det är samma frågor som vi, som vi börjar och avslutar intervjuerna med. Mm. Hold the goodo. Welcome to this. This is a podcast, like a radio show. It's yeah. called Football and Female Society. Yes, thank you. So this is our uh, third interview in uh, Kenya. Yes. And Mary. Yes. Nice to have you here. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> can, can you tell us a little bit about your position, first of all, uh, within uh, women's soccer? Yeah. Okay, um, um, currently I'm an assistant coach for the Kenya women uh, football, uh, Rambi Starlets. And I think um, for me, I can say that uh, it's been nice uh, for the federation recognizing me as a coach there because I've been into football for the last, I think, 15 or so years. And I think uh, that's a good thing for me. And as uh, I uh, think, another thing is that I as I want to be a coach, and uh, it's good they're giving me giving me the chance to be a coach. And also a formal uh, national player. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I'm a former national player. Midfielder. <laughs> yes. I yeah, most of a utility player, but uh, my position that okay, what I love doing is uh, playing in the midfield, but uh, my coach used me a lot time uh, as a utility player. Some coaches do that. Yes. They move you around. Yes. I know that. Yeah. Okay, so we have one uh, question that yes. we ask all the guests. So we've done like uh, over 30 uh, shows. Yes. So all of the, our guests get the same question in the beginning. Yes. And that is, uh, what do you think that football means for the society? Mm. To me, I think football is very important. Very, very important, especially um, here in Kenya. Because uh, aside from 
enjoying the game it brings uh, the other communities together like uh, doing uh, playing 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 the games interacting together exchanging ideas and again some we play football again as a way of solving issues or conflicts uh, that happens uh, in the community is it bet between tribes or between yes mm. sometimes it's between between tribes yeah can you give any other examples of how football is, has been good when you grew up and, and in your like every day? Okay, well, another thing is that uh, I think it was just a way of life, maybe because uh, we didn't get to do so many things uh, back then. And like now, we have uh, everything is digital. Uh, back then, it was the, uh, analog, so we used to play a lot out outdoors. And I think uh, I grew up playing with men a lot, young boys, yeah. I used to play uh, football a lot. And uh, I think that's, wh that's why I became a very good footballer. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. And I think football, it's good for social impact, something like that. Yeah. Well, I, I heard that uh, Kenya right now is on 130 two or something Eight, like that 38, uh, 38, 38 yes. on the world ranking yes. so that's uh, pretty low but Kenya is a very athletic uh, sport it's a sports nation mm -hmm. um, but well, how, do, how, how can you describe the development of female football in the last maybe 10 years or something like that okay with the football women uh, soccer it's been very slow because uh, back then when I was playing when I was a very active player, uh, things were working at least uh, better. And like uh, now, it's working better. That were yeah, when I was playing, we had at least uh, we had tournaments. At least the national team was there. We were going for tournaments, for matches. And like now, things have slowed down. Don't know what's, what's why, but again, I can say that uh, um, somehow the federation, I think, is letting us down as women's soccer because we are not being given that attention like our male counterparts yeah? so they go there they concentrate with the men and then they leave the women i don't know i don't, I don't know if we are getting the wrong guys to lead the the the, the federation i don't know but uh, that's what we are trying to to get at least we are trying to we want uh, the person who is being elected now to at least think about the women also because uh, we have talent in kenya and uh, I think women can do can do much better than our, our men because uh, we were gi just given a chance uh, just recently, and I think we did we did better. Yes, because uh, we reached uh, to a position where we were we were we got out of out in the semi semi final something that has not has not happened in Kenya. Even men have not done that, so that <laughs> I think it's a uh, yeah. But when you say it's slow, if you compare with like the women, women rights in society is yeah. it is, is football slower than the society in general or is it society how do you put is, is it any difference how yeah. is it with women rights there and same salaries in work and uh, some stuff like that i think it's a bit slower because mm, uh, the guys leading us or uh, men who are there in the leadership uh, they, they still think women cannot do anything men can do that's what's ailing us, I think. Yeah, they have that culture of not—I mean—not giving women uh, maybe rights, opportunities. Yes, and opportunities. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So they think we still cannot do anything. But, yeah. but, but do you mean that the situation was better before when you were a player, or was it like is it that the development has not increased? I think it's the, the development somehow that has not uh, increased somehow. Because uh, when I was playing back then, we were we had women leaders as our federation officials. So I think uh, I think I think the best part, the best thing is that maybe they should at least elect women leaders to do their own job, and the men should just guide us, and maybe we can do better. Uh, by then it was by then it was good because. I think it's because the leaders were women and they were concentrating on women issues. And like, he, and like now we have men leading us, yeah? So they are doing uh, some stuff, maybe on the men's side and forgetting the women. So something like that. 
but I, somehow it has slowed down. I don't know why. That's what we are trying to get. Uh, we spoke with both you and uh, the head coach uh, for the national team. Yes. Uh, now I forgot his name. David. Devil. Uh, David. David. Yes. Before. And uh, he, he was saying that was it the federation strategy or was it his strategy that he wanted female teams to be coached by females? Mm -hmm. Is that is that again a federation or is it the Africa federation? That I think uh, it's not the federation strategy. Uh, like he said, he's now a calf instructor. Is uh, the, the federation that for the whole, uh, the whole Africa, yeah? Exactly. yeah. So he went there for his air license instructor course, and then when he came back, he came with that message that uh, I think uh, they want uh, something like women for women, yeah, so that at least the women can get the opportunities to handle their own issues, to lead, maybe, yeah. What do you think about that suggestion? What's your I think it's, it's very good because uh, if if we we don't get those opportunities, um, uh, only men doing that. How, when or where? When will we be there? Or when will we be given chances or opportunities to lead maybe women? Because uh, you you find uh, you find that uh, like 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 me, I like the game. I like football. Football has been my life because uh, I started playing when I was very young, and I've never played any sport aside from football. So I've been in football for quite a long time, yeah? And I want to be maybe a coach, a football coach, uh, like, like what I'm doing now. So you see, when I'm not given that opportunity or that chance, then I'm doing nothing, it's nothing. So I think uh, if they, they give us uh, chances to do, do that as women, I think it's a good idea. Would you, would you, can you see yourself um, lead a male team? <laughs> No, it's not possible, but I like working with the girls because uh, uh, in Kenya, uh, or I say in, in Kenyan football, uh, on, the, on the men's side, uh, it's, 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 let me say, what I can say, it's, it's crowded. And uh, when, you come, when you come on this side of women, nobody to encourage the women. So I thought uh, it, it's wise. For me, maybe to stick on this side of uh, the women as a, maybe a former footballer, so that maybe I can encourage the girls. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so the competition yes. is, is bigger on the male side. Yeah, it's bigger. It's crowded. Yeah. The field is crowded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if I go there, I'm not helping the girls. Yeah. Mm. Mm. The last interview we did, we were in uh, Kiandutu in the slum in uh, outside Tika yes, town, sir. and we talked to girls there about um, their, their belief in football and how. Oh, on their uh, in their daily daily life yes. going to football now it's been interesting to talk to you because you are the, uh, the the deputy coach and assistant coach in national team yeah. i would be interested to hear about the how is the daily the daily routine for your place oh, do they go to school do they work how much can they train okay, can you, do, can you yeah. tell us about that yeah what i can say is that uh, like for me in my team i have a community team there and I make sure all of them are in school because it's, it's important to have an education. And uh, I make sure, because uh, in the community you have a lot of challenges, yeah? You have like uh, some girls who uh, don't have, who, don't, uh, who have uh, parents who can't uh, maybe support them in school or maybe, yeah. So what we, I normally do is that I try to, I try to help whenever I can, yeah? Uh, so that the girls can go to school. They have talent. And in Kenya, we have this uh, thing that uh, we, uh, you, you can you go to school for scholarships. Yeah? You can get scholarships to go to school. Yeah? So that's, wha that's how I do. I push them a lot. Yeah? So I encourage them to get the scholarships. And uh, another thing is that I monitor, I monitor their, their school uh, progress in school. So uh, they know it, that uh, if they are to be in my team, they have to work hard on both sides, yeah, mm. on the field and in, the, in school. Why do you think it's so important for them to go into school? I think education is also very important, very, very important aside from playing football, yeah? Because the football is, they don't have a future in football. Yeah, what, maybe something like that, but uh, again, uh, on the football part, I think uh, they can do, they can, they can play, but uh, 
with this uh, with this uh, our with the kind of leadership you're having uh, maybe here it's almost it's almost discouraging maybe for the girls yeah because sometimes you are you 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 tell them okay you you call them maybe for training and uh, some don't don't turn up for training and then when you follow up you find somebody telling you that uh, I I went maybe to help my mom uh, in her business maybe because if I don't do this maybe we won't have something to eat and then uh, it's really hard yeah, it's hard for you to yes. ask them to come to training if yeah you and to. some and some even tell you that you they tell you that uh, why are they playing football and they are not going anywhere the starlets you know Arambe starlets is not there the national uh, maybe women's team is not there because uh, it's been long since we played a match yeah and now just recent this year i think last year i think it's last year we played one qualifying match for the africa championships and uh, rwanda uh, won rwanda is the one which won and then uh, this year maybe they tried to enter us in the olympic competition you see so and it takes long for the federation guys to enter women in the competition so when you go out there and maybe ask your player or tell your players to come for training they just give you one answer why should i train where should i play football and what do you say then well, how do you motivate them when they have these negative thoughts okay what i do is that uh, i normally tell them yeah you, okay just to encourage them i tell them uh, you never know where football will take you yes yeah, some will go far some will not go far so you have to maybe try and uh, play football at the same time try and do some other things here yeah? aside from playing football but i normally push with them to play football because when they football is one way of getting them out of those maybe uh maybe just to encourage them not to do um, not to get into risky behaviors in the slums because most of the, i work mainly with the uh, kids from the slums uh, a lot of them comes from the slums so at least i try to get them out of those activities yeah that's one way of maybe me trying to encourage them and then another thing is that i try to get scholarships for them to go to school and then another thing is that uh, okay with me i didn't play i didn't get a chance to play professional football but uh, just try to encourage just to tell them something yeah yeah to give them maybe morale so that they don't they don't do they don't uh, maybe stop playing football because they stop playing football then they engage in like some weird activities you see something like that and, and just to understand uh, the best player in the in the national team how much do they do they play football how how, do, how does a week look like for them do you think how does that how, how many trainings do they do per week and how many hours do they uh, the, the best player in the national team. Yeah, the best of the five, six players. How, how often do they train? I think if you ask me, they train almost daily. Oh, almost every day. Yeah, they train. Like like I work with the Maisa organization. Yeah, we have uh, good facilities there for the gym, the the fields. So I normally see them there every day, doing at least doing something. Okay. Yeah. So they train almost every day. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But they just play one, maybe some one national uh, game per year. Yes. <laughs> do you have a, do you have training camps with the national teams as well, or is it? Yeah, when we have a tournament like uh, we we were like 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 we were playing these uh, qualifiers. Yeah, we were in the residential training. Yes. What would you say that uh, Kenyan Kenyan female players would would need to become? Oh, to to qualify for Olympics, to be to have the same resource to for some uh, like Nigeria and South Africa to go, to become that good. What do you need uh, to achieve that? Because you say you have a lot of talent there. Yeah, the yeah in Kenya we have a lot of talent. Yeah, and I think I'll just say what my head coach said. Yeah, we need to have good structures in place. Yeah, and they need at least to to we need to get that attention as our men or our male counterparts yeah somebody needs to think about women here and uh, then we need to have good structures for the women uh, from maybe the under up to the senior team something like, like that should be done and then another thing is that uh, they should we should we should be uh, given that opportunity to, to play in those tournaments like uh, and uh, i think we should have exposure matches 
friendlies, like friendlies with the other countries. That one, mm. I think, uh, will help a lot. And uh, will that come? Do you think? Is that something that you can see, or is it? Do you think that's just a vision that will take years and years to achieve that? Or do you see any hope for this? Yeah, we have hope. We have hope because before we played the against Botswana in the Olympic. Uh, Qualifier. They, uh, the Starlets, uh, the national team played against Egypt, and it was uh, just a friendly match. Yeah? So I think uh, we have hope, and we know it's possible. Maybe one day uh, somebody will remember something like that is supposed to be done. And then again, uh, with us uh, as maybe f uh, women footballers, we try to voice those ideas. Sometimes we try it. Okay, we have different uh, ideas. Yes, we have ideas, but uh, again, we have different ways to voice those ideas to them, the Federation people. So at least sometimes they get to hear from us what you are doing. Sometimes we uh, you can we have uh, our former maybe former players or teammates uh, working for the newspaper or the press. So we try to at least find them and tell them our stories so that they can write a small small article about women's soccer. Mm. Yeah, that's when we were preaching those guys. And then again, we try to, we try to, when when maybe we are going to watch our matches in the stadiums or maybe sometimes just visit the offices and then, and, and tell them maybe and give them maybe ideas. And then with this uh, national team, when we are together with them, at least we try to talk to them. Yes, that's what we do. But, but um, so it seems like the men within the organizations are not that pro the women. Let's say, let's say that you have, they have you have them some like against you almost. But can you see like the younger generation of boys? Can you see an improvement there? Are they having another another idea of how, how women can play football and or do that other stuff in, in the society? Or yeah, what I are can they see. more modern <laughs> the younger boys. <laughs> Yeah, they are modern, but uh, we are yet to see that. Cause, yeah, because yeah, uh, it's been long since we started. Uh, uh, it's been long since this has been happening. Yeah, with the women's soccer slowing down so mm. long. Yeah, mm. so we are hoping for something good to happen. Yeah. yeah. But when you played uh, football in the national team, yes. were you accepted? Uh, was that something accepted from from your family and friends and from the society? What what, what did the men and friends thought about that? That you were spending a lot of time playing football. Okay, when growing up, when I was young, at first my mom was against it, and my dad was was for it. He was for it. Yes. Okay. So I took the advantage because my dad is the man of the house, yeah. <laughs> the head of the house. So I was just playing football, and then there was a time uh, uh, you had this. The, a knee injury, so that brought pro problems for my mother, and she was like, "No, you see, I was telling you not to play football with boys, and you didn't hear. Now you see, you are, you are hurt." Is it like the father? And is, then is he deciding? Is he the? Yeah, the, my the dad. Yeah, my dad made a decision, and after the injury, uh, I got better, and then uh, my dad just told my mom, uh, "Just let her play, because if, even if you don't let her play." Uh, you know, in a setup, the way we we live, uh, you cannot monitor a kid closely. Because in the morning, she wakes up. I wake up, I do my house chores, then I go out. Mm. Yeah, and my mom cannot. Uh, my Can mom doesn't know if I'm around or I'm I've wandered far. So it's hard for her to monitor me. So maybe I just I can just go on the, in the in the next uh, estate and play football there and she doesn't know. So, okay, my dad just told her to let me play football, and it was that. Why, why do you think that he he wanted to let you play football? I think it was just supportive of my talent. Mm. Yeah. He saw that you were good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Do you think he was unique as a father then, or is yes. all fathers, do they let them? Yes, he was very unique, because uh, I think he was, uh, when we were growing up, yeah? I grew up in an, a big family, an extended family, whereby we, uh, my father had maybe three wives like, like that. So is that, is that we were very many kids, yeah? He just wanted us to do different things, yeah? I think just to support us, maybe. 
so it, but it paid. Yeah, exactly. You're a good yeah, example that paid, if the yeah. father uh, is positive to the girls. Yeah, but again at the same time, he was very strict on our schooling. Yeah, you are to go to school, mm. then the the rest come. I'm curious about because uh, I'm also very interested in athletics and so I was, um, when I'm in Kenya I always think about the winning goals in, uh, <laughs> in running uh, competitions all the time, both men and female yes. uh, runners. Mm. Do, uh, do you see any difference in, in the athletics compared to football? Is, do they, like the female runners having better um, possibilities to, su to succeed in their sport than female football players? Has that sport come, come longer? Yeah, I think I'll again I'll go back to structures. Yeah, in the athlete, athletics, I think they have good structures there. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I think uh, they give everyone the opportunity, yeah, to to run there. But when you when it comes to football, I think again we lack something there. Yeah. What do you think athletics has? Have, have had that structure? Is this because you're winning so many medals so that's a uh, big publicity or what? Do you have any thoughts about that? Or is it more accepted for, for women to, to, to run instead of playing football? I'm just curious. What do you think? Again, I think it's with the cultures, something like that, yeah? And uh, again, I think, uh, yeah, I think the culture plays a big role there. Okay. And uh, again, uh, it's that uh, they think that uh, women cannot do, go, cannot play football, but uh, on the other hand, women can run. So yeah, it's funny. What do that come from? Why do you think this is like that? I can't say, okay, maybe it's that, uh, again, I can say it's maybe a different cultures, yeah? Like in running, we have a one, we have only one tribe or one community doing that, yeah? But in football, it's a, yeah, it's a, a joint or other tribes doing that, yeah. Uh, so what I can say is that uh, I think it's just talent, yeah, talent. Because it's like uh, here we have this thing like that uh, different tribes can do different things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like the, this tribe, they are good in this, this tribe, they, they are good in this, yeah. Yeah, I think it's something like that. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> should we should we quit our last question? <laughs> yes. Because we have a, we had the same. We'll talk a little bit about that, but you. Huh? We can try to go back to it because we we, we try to ask our all our guests to uh, because how they think that female football could get even more publicity or attention. What what what, what is needed? What do you think? What would, would be needed to have Kenyan female football get more attention? Like I said, it's just getting the the right leaders there. Who who will uh, who will give the women or ladies the attention they need, and uh, again putting in, uh, good structures there that incorporates the whole uh, the whole group all all the ages. So if, for example, I'm looking forward to become a natural coach for Sweden. Uh, female team, the, the highest team. Yeah. Then I would like to come to Kenya and play and, and play you a game. Do you think we could be like twenty thousand? Uh, that's probably a big s stadium when I go there. Yeah. How could we, if, if we play each other? Yeah. Do you think we'll be any crowd coming to that game? I would like to have a full stadium. <laughs> yeah, that it it's possible, cause uh, when we're playing or uh, qualifying matches against uh, South Africa, Botswana, Egypt, uh, we had crowd. Okay. We had a very big crowd at least, oh, uh, just the publicity. Yeah, getting there. Because it's about the publicity. Then yeah. everyone know that you were playing. That. Yes, yes. And, that's and uh, just recently, I think, uh, uh, at least people are, have started supporting women's soccer. Yeah, I think it's possible. Yeah. So you need to get the word out. Yeah. Perfect. Get the word out. Yeah. No, no, I'll, I'll try to arrange that. <laughs> yes. And who do you think we'll will be in like Sweden or Kenya? Kenya, of course. Kenya, of course. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we really you. love that, yeah. Thank you very much, Mary. Yeah, Karibu. <laughs> 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. We have the national player and captain for the team, yeah. Am, yes. with us. Yes. And we will do a, a, because we're very curious, because we're doing this uh, show, a lot of female players and a lot of men players, ho- hopefully as well, in Sweden. Uh, listen to this yeah. and we are very curious how the daily life is for a national player here in, in Kenya <laughs> how, how, the whole life like both football and how much do you train and etc and, and how much is the you meeting your, your teammate in the national team yeah uh, can, can you tell us about your daily life as a football player my daily life as a football player and as a national team captain is that we train in a club twice a week twice a week yeah. in a local club in a local club and in the national team we are being called if you are having match maybe in a one month time we are being called in two weeks time that's when you are being put in a camp okay and then you train for two weeks for the preparation of the national team so after that when you are off there is no they will not call you back when when you lost maybe for example we lost in south africa they will not call us back we come back for camp again preparation for another tournament or for another games but you are being called off then it's been called another maybe like we were, we lost in south africa then we are being put off then until next year when there's going to have another tournament they call okay. the national team but it's not guarantee for you to be there in the national team next year you never know if you come there. Yeah, you never know. It's a it's a gamble thing. So there'll be selection each and every year. So for you to be there, you must be fit. And uh, do you know in a national team Kenya, the coach is not most of the time the coach is not being guaranteed to select the team. All the players you must select from the media people. Somebody from the club is coming with his own players. My player must so it's play. political. Yeah, it's something like political. Mm. So they don't choose the best players. It could be other things. Yeah, maybe uh, uh, okay. for example, I'm a coach, and I know you, Sophie. You're a good player. I need no, to choose. It's just an example. Then I cannot choose you because most of the clubs they need maybe equality, like okay. maybe 16 clubs. So each of the 16 clubs must have a player in the national team. And what if the quality of the other team is not good? The coach is not impressed with those quality of the other team. So you must put their team. Why, why do you have to have a, team, a player from all the 16 clubs? I don't know. It's something like political. So the coach is not supposed to choose the team alone. It's been given by other people. Maybe I think the influence of the club managers, the journalists maybe. Maybe the player who's been mostly... Impressed of the year, so sounds like corruption for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, yeah, maybe somehow we can call it somehow like that. Then that's the the way national teams of Kenya are being held. So it's not guarantee for you to come next year to the national team. Okay. Yeah. So like for me, I play for 2010 up to 2015. It's because of working hard. For the club, is staying twice a week. 
twice a week in the club, uh, and then maybe then two weeks before a camp, before a game, and sometimes it's one game per year. Yeah, one, one game per year. So you have to have an extra training outside from the club for you to have a guarantee too. And you, then that's something that you take I care do. of yourself. I, I take care of myself like that. That's very impressive. Yeah. So how many trainings do you do by yourself? Yeah, four trainings. I only rest maybe sometime for the whole day, Saturday and Sunday. Rest two days. But don't yeah. you play any like tournaments or matches with your local team? No, we play matches, but for now it's like two years. Kenya has not been playing a competitive league, so maybe we are being called for two days a week. What I'm telling you to train, just keeping togetherness for the club to be together. So like for tournaments, it's maybe like the politician want to want want I think want uh, want to be an MP maybe for mobilization he will set something like a tournament honorable something something tournament that's when we don't play as a club we play as I stay in Nairobi I will go and play for that tournament mm -hmm. not like in his club because clubs are from different parts of the country maybe I'm from Nairobi and I play for Spedag which is Mombasa from Spedag, there are players there. Maybe a tournament is here. They will not come all along from Mombasa to Nairobi to play. Maybe I'll play alone with the rest of the other clubs member and play that tournament. We, we just pick like an all-star to play the tournaments. Yeah. Um, when you don't play football, are you going to school or do you work? or What, what do you do when you don't play football? Okay, when I don't play football, I'm a coach. You're a coach? Yeah. I'm a so youth. that's your oh, yeah. That's your job? I am a youth coach. Mm. I coach at Mother United, Mysa. I don't mm -hmm. think if you know that organization, mm -hmm. I coach youths. And apart from that, I also coach community. Okay. Yeah, the girls of the age and 14 to 15 years. So. Okay, so you have a possibility to, to work with football only here? Like not having another work? Yeah, mm. there's a big possibility because most of the time we find in Kenya there are academies which have been formed. So if you have the knowledge of coaching, maybe you can go and look for a job in other academies. Maybe you can okay. coach two days, the big, big academies. You can coach for two days and they pay you like for one week. So that part of the job. Mm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And the other players in the national team, what do they do? When the so we have students, most of them are the in universities. Yeah, like eight players, which you are having them this year. They are in Kemu University. We are, we have others who are doing like what I'm doing, coaching. Okay. Yeah. What's the average age? Do you think in the team? How? Uh, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Mm. So it's yeah. pretty experienced team. Yeah. Mm. It's not. It's not that experienced team. We can say it's not experienced in terms of of being together. Okay. Because what I've told you is that this year you are there, next year maybe you'll mm. not be there. You see, it's not that. How is that, that affecting the team? That you never know if you're going to go back. It's really affecting. It's really affecting even the the team. Like we said, like for example, we are we only we only had one chance to qualify for the Olympics because that team was together for like three months. Mm. We beat Botswana and we beat the the two teams like Rwanda. So we only one, had one that one chance. And South Africa, if you look, their football it's higher than Kenyans. Mm. So. What keep us together to win those matches? It was like three months we were together because we thank the government, the CS Waigo. He take the initiative to support women football, the starlets. We have been known as starlet. So it was the first camp in Kenya to be held for three months. Mm. We have never had such. It was shock. Three months after we beat Rwanda, we are then recruited to camp. We play Botswana. We beat them. Then we are then recruited to camp. Like not in like other camps. After playing, you go home. Then when there is financial, you come back. Mm. Then you play. Yeah. But, but I'm curious because we did nobody did the interviews in, in the slum and not with international uh, national players like you. But we heard that a lot of uh, female players they are uh, quitting with football when they're maybe 17 or 18 when they uh, do marriage or they get kids. Pardon, repeat again. A lot of female players are, are quitting to play football because yeah. they are getting married and they might get kids. Yeah, well. it's true. It's not. Do you have players still have kids and continue playing after that? Yeah. Yeah. We have players like for me. I have a daughter. You have a daughter. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I still play football. Mm -hmm. There are so many girls. I'm from Slam, even mm -hmm. Slam around here. So many players in Kenya. They have kids. A lot of them, 16, 17. That's the age when they are getting kids. Because another thing, the league is not competitive. 
They are, they are being called when there's money. We, are, we have to look for the UNICEF to come and support the women football. We have to look for other people to come and support women football. So most of the players find it after education. You don't have the financial to go to university, so maybe you can go somewhere. I don't know. It's, I don't know what the problem, but 16 to 17, they are not in the pitch mostly. Most of them, okay. because of early marriages. But it's they come back. Yeah, they mm, come back. Yeah. A lot of them. Mm, many of great. them. Like in the national team, how many were we with kids? There were so many of us. Yeah, they come back. They are being married. They come back to play. Yeah. And when the kids is very small and you have trainings and, and matches, do you leave them with? What, what, is someone <laughs> taking care of the kids, or is it the father or the friends? Or? No, we come with them. We come with them. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the that's good thing. That's interesting for the Swedish. Uh, yeah, we come with them at the field. The we come with them at the field. Huh? The players who are not playing, they will carry those kids. Okay. Yeah, and another thing, the fans are out. They have the love of the kids. They will carry them. Huh? Then mom is going to play. But, but what about the father then? Come, <laughs> the come, father. Take, come take, take care of the kids. <laughs> Most of them will find that. I don't I'm know. home now every day and taking care of my Yeah, my it's not most of them 16 to 17 are being are married. Most okay. of them find kids and they're at their homes. Okay. So their father are not there. And most of the girls are being cheated by the boys. I, so I'm sorry to say they're being cheated. When a girl is being impregnated, you know, in Africa. So the father is not taking care of the child. So you're going back to your mother. And most of them do not know how to, to find, I don't know how, justice for their for the rights of the father to take care of the kids. So the father, they ran off, found out like 16, 17, you're being preg impregnated by a person who cannot even take care of your child. Okay. So they are off. I understand. Yeah. But if they have a father and they are together yeah, they married, come. Yeah, they, they then get the married. father could uh, take care of the kids. Is that? <laughs> At home. No, no. But you say, I need to go to a national camp for two weeks. Yeah, father, the father takes care. They take care. Yeah, that's, they that's take that's care. care. So, but it's not uh, a child from from six months to one year, from one year and above. The father can take care. Yeah. yeah. But if you have a six six months child to one year, maybe you can take her to your sister, okay. to your mom. Yeah. Uh, so we're interested that they come back to the the field. But what what? Then you can answer that question yourself. But what's what was it that made you come back? And now we really want to play football again. Yeah. Like I said, football is my passion and I like it so much. I started when I was 12. What made me come back is that I felt like I wanted to come back to play once more. <laughs> There's something which I'm looking in this football. Uh, when I was 16, I wanted to go to play profession, but it's so hard in Kenya to find it. So I think that I've not found what I need in football. So that, that's why we usually come back and play. And another thing is that in Islam, media, the only thing that keeps you busy is that football. It's okay. a lot in Islam. Okay. The only thing. Yeah. So, maybe if you have some more questions. But my last question would be the daily, work, the daily life as a football player in yeah. Kenya. If you could improve one thing yeah. that make your life better and make, could make it easier to play, to be a professional player, what would that be? If you could improve one thing for you? I think if the football fraternity, those who are top of football, if they can improve in general all players or women, I think I can say women football, because you are being neglected a lot. If they can put structures where we can find found funds, like I say, we are going to play for clubs, you are being paid. It, it is something like job opportunity to us. Do you know that? It's like you find a job, you cannot go and search for another job. While you are being here in a club, you are being paid, you are being fed, the national team is there, you are being paid well. Can I go to look for a job? No, it's like a career, which I'm going to do take. You think, do you think this is money for that? Do, do the federation have it? or do you, do I don't do think it? so. The federation we have been looking for, it's saying that the money which FIFA is sending is a little bit. They cannot run women football. It's so not, not at all or not? Not at all. They say there's no money for running women football. Like for now, we have stayed for two years with no league running. There's no money. So I think even the government can chip in, come up, find sponsors for women football. There are a lot of women playing football. And if you can put that sponsorship in women football, I think it can make our day-to-day -day life easy for us. Because, you know, you'll wake up, you'll go for your training, you come back home, you have something to take care of you, something to eat, something especially to feed on to your child. That's the do, do, do the government, government understand the meaning of football for you, example, the kids in Islam? Do I don't. I, they don't do understand. They know this? I don't think they understand. I mean, because it would be like it's more expensive to, them to have people being criminal and taking drugs than 
going to pay for, to yeah. sponsor football? Yeah, I think they should sponsor football apart from that because when we are a national team, they don't understand. I don't know how they are being. They are not being told, or I don't know what's the problem because we were when we were a national team last last month, but one. The government woman who stands for women and the National Youth Service, she was the one who sponsored. She told us with this, that she has never had women playing football, and she is in government. I don't think the government know. I don't think the federation is going to is is working hard to make it easy for women to play football. And I don't think the government, if they could know, even the Minister of Sports, that there's some women playing football, they could support us because when we went to Botswana, we beat Botswana, I saw some government official coming. They say, wow, there's a women football being played. They were shocked. I don't think the government know. And if they know, they could support women football. Yeah, and they could support even football because I know boys are being supported by super sport. Everyone is going for the male child, the male child. The, the big companies in Kenya, even this Barclays have a club, boys team, boys team. But for women, we are so many, we are, being, we are playing football, all of us, but there's nobody who is coming to chip in. Apart from one organization, UNICEF, which came in 2012, a lot of women... I think a lot of women were playing in 2012 and 2011 because there was an organization known as UNICEF. They were there, they supported women. Like in Nizan Club, they were giving out allowances to the girls, even if you could ask. That year was the year that girls were playing a lot of them. Yeah, Not from slums too, but all the, around, the, around Kenya, all the girls played. Because there was some fun, you know, if I go, I must keep fit for this week, so for me to get a chance in that team. There was something. I don't think that somebody is doing Somebody is sleeping in his job, maybe, to tell the government people that yeah. women need to be empowered in it's terms of sports. Yeah. And they were, knowledge I, for the government. Yeah, they don't have knowledge. I, I, I'm telling you, they were really shocked. Mm. Even that lady who came to help at the CSD, she told her she did not even know that the girls can play. So that's almost also our last question with how you get more publicity yeah. for female Yeah, like, there's no publicity. just told us. Yeah. So should we start? We, we take the first question that we always do as well in this yeah. interview. So we, we start with the question for, for all people that we interview, uh, even in Sweden, every, in every program. Yeah. And that's what, what do you think uh, football has, uh, what kind of meaning does football have for the society here in Kenya? Yeah. For the society in Kenya, I think football has a lot of meaning. And if you find, like now, it's a time for campaign. They are being campaigning for the next, it's like a presidential campaign. Kenya likes football, but I think they don't like the other side of football. Football has a meaning in Kenya, people. If you find the, like, the stars, women football, if they lost that much, everyone is talking. How can, why not our men cannot, can they go to even the World Cup? Kenyan football, Kenyan fans love football in general. They love football. But I think if we can put football in all the grassroots area, the structure is not there. But Kenyans love football. I'm telling you the truth. They love football. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. seems like that. That we met, when we met you, I believe you. Yeah. I just met you. It, it seems like you uh, love football. A, a yeah, lot. I love it uh, a lot. I started 12. Now I'm 25. Mm -hmm. I'm still playing football. How long will you play? 55. <laughs> no, I'll play up to. I if I found an opportunity for coaching because I'm seeing, <laughs> I found opportunity for coaching. But I I, I really like to play to up to 35. That's cool. That's 10. Yeah. After 35 years, years. I want to coach. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's been an honor to, to meet you. It was very interesting and valuable interview. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Ah, nu har vi precis släppt iväg Mary och Anna tillbaka till Ja, och våra rese, resekamrater de vill åka och, och hoppa igen. Ja, vi ska tillbaka till marknaden. Eh, så vi måste göra det här autot snabbt. Ja, men vi ska göra ett, hela sista avsnittet är ett reflekterande avsnitt på mm. den här resan där vi också tar, tar hand med våra resekamrater. Vi får väl be om ursäkt lite igenom ljudkvaliteten. Det var en pool här och, och, och massa människor och, och så. Men där, jag, jag tror ändå, jag, jag känner mig ändå att det tycker det var värdefullt innehåll. Verkligen, och jag tycker det är så intressant att se att även om fått olika perspektiv och träffat en man och två, tre unga tjejer och, och, och coach och spelare och sådär, att det fortfarande det kommer tillbaka till samma sak egentligen, och det är verkligen samhällsstrukturer. Det är det det handlar om mångt och mycket, när det både gäller fördelar och hinder och vad de får kämpa med, det är de här samhällsstrukturerna 
som, som vi har i Sverige också. Ja, håller med till 100 procent. Och sen så kommer du tillbaka till vad som får de här människorna att sticka ut och, och, och att de, deras koppling till fotboll. Mm. Det spelar ingen roll var, var du än är. Alltså, det finns någon passion så, mm. som alla människor pratar om. Alltså, och det svarar, de här två sakerna svarar väl på den grundhypotesen vi hade någon gång när vi började. Liksom, att vi tror att fotbollen har en enorm betydelse för samhället. Vi hade den hypotesen. Mm. Och jag kan väl säga att jag är helt är bevisad att så är fallet. Ja, alla fall här i Kenya. Det är alla fall här i Kenya. Tydligt. Mm. Ja, men med de orden så tackar vi först då, och så tackar vi också EFD. Det gör vi som är vår partner. Kommer kom tillbaka snart. Ja det gör vi efter att du har lite. Du är lite stressad. Ja. Men tack och, och hej för nu. Tack och hej. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.